0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, Bernie Sanders and socialism, or democratic socialism to be specific. This was the day uh, that Bernie Sanders wanted to grab back the spotlight to portray his economic vision for the future. Now you may recall, those of you that were paying attention to the 2015-16 campaign, Bernie Sanders gave a similar address in the fall of 2015 because he is acutely aware of the political attacks coming his way based on the word socialism and he is committed (laughs) in fact I think it's been his life's mission to make socialism not a dirty word in American politics and by the way He and others have had some success in in pushing the country, certainly more okay with some of these democratic socialist values that he speaks of. Uh, When you test some of the economic theory and policies that he's espousing, they actually test quite well with the American public. But wrapped in the label of socialism, no doubt complicates things for Bernie Sanders. But it is something he refuses to accept. He leans into, he embraces. And of course, there's political benefit for him as well as political necessity. Bernie Sanders is at his most authentic self when he is putting forth his economic vision for the country because it has been the force of his entire public career. So for decades, he has been consistently arguing for many of these same economic principles that he was arguing for today at the speech in Washington, D.C. I want you to hear a little snippet of what Sanders is now sort of billing and framing and packaging as a 21st century Bill of Rights. Here is Bernie Sanders today in Washington, D.C.
2: Today, our Bill of Rights guarantees the American people a number of important constitutionally protected political rights. And while we understand that these rights have not always been respected, and we have so much work to do in order to protect those rights, we are proud that our Constitution guarantees freedom of religion, freedom of expression, freedom of assembly, a free press, and other rights because we understand that we can never have true American freedom unless we are free from authoritarian tyranny. But now, but now we must take the next step forward and guarantee every man, woman and child in our country basic economic rights. The right to quality health care, the right to as much education as one needs to succeed in our society, the right to a good job that pays a living wage. the right to affordable housing, the right to a secure retirement, and the right to live in a clean environment. We must recognize that in the 21st century, in the wealthiest country in the history of the world, economic rights are human rights. And that is what I mean by democratic socialism. So there it is. That's his definition
1: of what democratic socialism means. Now, here is the political imperative he has. He needs to and wants to draw a clear contrast with Donald Trump, obviously. Uh, And so that is mission number one. And that's why you hear that, you know, he makes the point that Donald Trump – Uh, benefits from a different kind of socialism, a corporate socialism, that Wall Street benefited by corporate socialism uh, back in 2008 with the bank bailout. This is uh, Bernie Sanders' way to draw clear contrast. Now, part of that is also drawing a clear contrast with Joe Biden, somebody that Bernie Sanders clearly thinks uh, is on the more corporatist side of the Democratic Party, certainly far more so than where Bernie Sanders positions himself. But I would also argue there was a third imperative today in the mission of the speech. And that was dealing with a rising Elizabeth Warren. We got yet another brand new poll out of Nevada this time from Monmouth University. Shows Joe Biden once again completely lapping the field. He's way out in front in this poll, 39 percent. But the story of the poll is that Elizabeth Warren then comes in at 19 percent followed by uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, a few ticks behind her. Again, Elizabeth Warren is now sort of cementing herself. We saw this in the Iowa poll that we had out over the weekend. We saw this in recent national polling. She's sort of cementing herself in this second place tier with Bernie Sanders. And we know, I mean, just look at the Iowa poll. Look at how many people... Who support Bernie Sanders in that Iowa poll choose Elizabeth Warren as their second choice? I mean, I think it was something like thirty-two percent. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I just I, it was a significant chunk of Bernie Sanders voters chose Elizabeth Warren as as second choice, and so there is no doubt that. Sanders is aware. You all remember famously how they met before the campaign really began, I think, to size each other up and see if one was going to step out of the way for the other. But they clearly are appealing to similar minded people in this race. And so part of what Bernie Sanders is doing is shoring up his most secure supporters or those that are not as secure but have been his supporters and drifting away and maybe finding Elizabeth Warren a, a better messenger or a better package this time around for this cycle than Bernie Sanders and they feel maybe she's going to be able to carry the banner that he was carrying in 16 more effectively. Whatever the reason is, Bernie Sanders is aware that she is not just at his heels in some of these polls like this Nevada poll today, she's edging him out. And so... Part of this also was shoring up the people that have been with him and trying to solidify that core as well, uh, because clearly some of his core support has drifted in this field of 23 candidates. It's not just Bernie Sanders standing as the alternative to Hillary Clinton. So that's another imperative of of the speech today, in addition to clearly trying to grab hold of the campaign narrative in a way that sets him up as the Biden alternative and that his message, he thinks, is the best one to take against Donald Trump, playing into the notion uh, in the Democratic primary voters mind that the person who can best defeat Trump is the one uh, they they want. A couple other notes that I just want to mention to you, recent Gallup polling on socialism, pretty good just for context here i think this was back in may or april of 2019 so it's about a couple months old less than half of americans 47% said that they would vote for a qualified presidential candidate who is a socialist and that's the same percentage gallup found back in 2015 so it hasn't moved dramatically in the last 4 years but 47% ain't nothing right so half the country or just under is is open to the socialist label. And I think Sanders' mission today was to make sure that did not decrease in any way. There's also uh, another way to slice this polling, which Gallup also did, which is that they asked if socialism would be a good thing for the country or a bad thing for the country, and it skews towards the bad thing. Fifty-one percent say bad thing, forty-three percent say good thing in this 2019 Gallup poll. So... Uh, He's just on the underside of this argument, but there is a swath of the electorate there that isn't running, screaming, afraid of the idea of voting for a socialist or thinking that socialism could be a good thing for the country. In and of itself, it doesn't seem to be a winning position, a majority position, uh, but there is a clearly big enough base that it explains why Bernie Sanders finds palpable support in the country. So it isn't quite the dirty word that perhaps Donald Trump and the Republicans thinks it is. They are convinced that, you know, it could be a silver bullet in some ways, and they want to paint whoever ends up the Democratic nominee as too far left and a socialist. Obviously, that's a lot easier to do with someone like Bernie Sanders, who today was embracing that label uh, than it is with some others. But the Republicans believe this is a clear... Upper hand they have in the debate to come over the next 17 months. And Sanders' job today was to say, not so fast. That does it for this edition of the Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow.
0: When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level.